Would you like to live a happier, healthier, and more fulfilled life? Cultures from all over our planet have been addressing that concern for thousands of years, and their answers can help you in your life today. Welcome to The Sweet Spot, where healing, spirituality, and culture meet. Join anthropologist and healer Robert Better as he introduces you to healing and spirituality in world cultures. Here's the host of your show, Robert Better. Welcome, listeners. I'm here for interview part three with Divya Alter, who's been taking us along with her on her life journey as a healer in the Ayurvedic system, as a practitioner of yoga, as an energy healer, as a chef, as just an amazing healer in a variety of different ways that we haven't really explored in this series before. So Divya, welcome to part three. Thank you so much for having me back, Bob. Well, there's so many more questions that I have to ask. Uh, (laughs) In the last session, we kind of ended with talking about the three doshas within Ayurveda. And you left on the note that depending on a person's constitution, how these three uh, doshas intermix in a particular person, that it'll determine what are the foods that are best for them. Yes. My question for you is, once we ascertain that, once you've taken the pulse, once you've interviewed the person, once you've learned about the person, then you find out the foods that are best for that individual. And then does that give you like a formula of the recipes that that person should take with them? In other words, are are there a list of things that that person should eat in terms of the dishes in daily life? Yeah, you can definitely incorporate the recommended ingredients into recipes. But um, so it just creating Ayurvedic recipes takes more study, a little more knowledge because I have compatibility. So it's not just that two ingredients may be very good for you right now, but when you combine them together, they don't digest well together. So um, Ayurveda has very detailed knowledge about food compatibility. And I explained this also in my cookbook, what to eat for how you feel. Um, That's why I always recommend before, like when you, if you want to write your own recipes, kind of learn that first, learn, learn those principles first. For example, you should never combine milk with orange juice in one meal. You know, typical American breakfast, you take some cereal and you pour cold milk on top and then you drink a orange juice on the side. Or This is actually also very prevalent in, in schools where children are given a little carton with milk and, and an apple and pizza to eat for lunch. And these are all really bad combinations of food. So this causes a lot of digestive discomfort. And if we regularly eat incompatible foods like that, um, we can end up with chronic digestive problems. So um, you can definitely incorporate ingredients that are good for you into your own recipes. But if you're new to Ayurveda, I I would recommend maybe following a good cookbook. So Ayurvedic cookbook so that you can learn how to combine ingredients in a recipe so that it supports your digestion and healing. Now, what comes to my mind immediately is 
what happens if you're in a household where there are people who have all different combinations of the doshas, then how do you structure your, your cooking? Yeah, so you basically spend your whole day and night in the kitchen and you can just keep cooking nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be fun for anybody. Well, um, one way you can balance it, and this happens all the time, that uh, different family members have different digest, they have different dietary needs or uh, dosha or constitution needs. So um, one way is to always cook seasonal. So whenever you cook seasonal ingredients, and also seasonal in terms of uh, using like using warming spices in the winter, in the cold season, or using cooling spices, for example, in the summer. This is also includes seasonal. Um, if you uh, cook more seasonal, then that will be balancing for everybody. But also, like let's say you uh, you're very fiery by nature, so you should you have to we always balance with the opposite. If you feel very fiery, always hot and heated, and you may be temperamental, <laughs> have a hot temper, like um, then um, you have to stay away from the heating foods like chilies and onions and garlic. They're very hot. Um, there's spices like mustard seeds and cayenne pepper, you know, like these are very heating foods. So you have to kind of be careful with them because they will increase your heat and you will feel more uncomfortable. So you need more cooling. When I say cooling and heating, it's on metabolic level. Like, um, does it heat your body when you eat, after you eat it, does it cool it down? It's not really temperature. So, um, so you would need more cooling foods, for example, zucchini or fennel, leafy greens, green beans, asparagus, these are more cooling foods. Um, so let's say you need something cooling, you cannot handle chilies a lot, can handle spicy foods, but your wife is more kapha constitution, so she's more earthy. She actually needs spicy pungent foods to help her break things down better. So um, you could make a dish, let's say you make a vegetable dish with some grains and lentils, and you don't really make them very spicy. You you can you you have moderate flavor because you cannot tolerate spicy. That's just an example. <laughs> but um, so for your wife who needs extra spicy, you just make a side dish like a sauce or a salsa or something like that, and put the chilies in there, so that it's a side dish. So everybody can have a full meal, and they can use condiments and and little side dishes to adjust their flavors according to what they need. That's a great way to handle that difference. So now is, is your, is your, the food that you are, are attracted to, does that tell you about your constitution? So like, for example, I love really spicy food. So does well, that mean that that's good for me or that it's bad for me? Well, yes or, no, or yes and no. So usually when we're out of balance, we tend to crave the foods that perpetuate the imbalance. So I've met many people who are very fiery and, and they tell me like, I love spicy food and I eat it and afterwards I get a heartburn. <laughs> I don't <laughs> or, have that problem. <laughs> well, maybe you need spicy. So, it, but the more we bring our body back to balance, then we start to crave the things that perpetuate our balance. So I would ask you, like, you have to, you don't have to answer, but you ask yourself, it's like, 
um, is this, and, and notice also how you feel afterwards. So if you eat spicy foods and you feel really heated and you just feel the heat rising to your head and it's like, ah, oh, then it's not good for you because it's, over, it's overheating you. Um, you need to cut down on the spicy foods. <laughs> but if you feel great, if it gives you energy, you, you're digesting your food, you have great elimination, you know, like that, that's great. You know, it's helping your circulation then yes, then it's right for you. Good, so, then I think it's helping me. You <laughs> <laughs> must be very balanced then. <laughs> well, thank you for that. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> now, what about, what about in your restaurant, Divya's Kitchen? So how do you cook in a way that is for everybody? I mean, are you trying to produce foods that are for everyone? Or is there some way that the menu would reflect like which person which which person in the restaurant would um most benefit from a particular meal yeah um, i definitely designed the menu so the menu guides you with like which dosha it, it each dish balances more or less but not many people know about the doshas so also the way i designed the menu is that a lot of the dishes, are it's called tri-doshic, tri-doshic, it balances the three doshas. So, um, and it's, uh, we also have like seasonal, we change certain dishes um, with the season. And like in spring season, we use asparagus in two, two dishes in like in our kitchen and or in our roasted vegetables. So I would, I would also change vegetables or desserts or drinks with the seasons, but also is designed in a way that it's kind of balancing and satisfying for most people. And and I also like I like people love coming to our restaurant, especially people with food intolerances and uh, people with health issues when they cannot eat out much because we're very flexible. And also we don't use any any refined ingredients. <laughs> we don't use a lot of allergens like soy and peanuts and um, we never deep fry you know we don't cook with bad oils like we only use Himalayan salt for cooking so it like we already use very high quality ingredients and a lot of people are amazed when they eat out they're like I haven't been able to eat out because I always get a digestive reaction but I actually feel so much better when I eat at your restaurant mm -hmm. and I'm like yeah there, there are many reasons for that <laughs> That's wonderful. How many years have you had the restaurant in New York City? You know, last week we celebrated our fourth year. Fourth year, wow. Open for four years. And this was your first restaurant, I take it, right? Yes, it is our first restaurant. Um, before that, we had a meal delivery service. It was like a subscription and we would cook individual meals for people. Like I would read their pals, determine what foods they need and we'll bring them food three times a week. And then it became, uh, we had to, the space we had became too small. And then the building, we are at the Bhakti Center building in New York. And the building offered us the restaurant space on the ground floor. And we were like, okay, let's open a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what I was getting into because my life has been ever so busy since then. I can imagine. So for somebody who hasn't eaten this way before, would you describe it as um, vegetarian Indian food? Is that what, what somebody would expect if they walked in the door? 
It's definitely vegetarian, pure vegetarian. We don't use meat, fish, or eggs. And about 80, 85% of our menu is also vegan. And we've been listed as among the top 10 vegan restaurants for years by many different platforms and magazines. Um, and But no, it's not all Indian food. <laughs> so to eat Ayurvedic doesn't mean that you have to eat Indian food till the rest of your life. See, Ayurveda is a universal science and part of it is, uh, part of practicing Ayurveda wherever you are is to use local ingredients and adjust to the geographical location and, and the seasons and all that. So Ayurvedic principles can be applied to any cuisine and that's one of my passions actually. When, when I create recipes, I'm like, like I love lasagna, <laughs> you know, so years ago I was like, Okay, so how can I create an, a lasagna recipe that's based on Ayurvedic principles of food compatibility and digestion without nightshades? I avoid cooking with potatoes, tomatoes, eggplants, and peppers. Um, they are, I mean, eating them occasionally is not a problem, but they cause a lot of inflammation. And nowadays people, like every other person basically has some kind of chronic inflammation going on. So. Um, just to reduce inflammation on the planet. <laughs> I, I, I do not use uh, nightshades in my cooking, but so I created a lasagna recipe and it's with bechamel sauce and the traditional bechamel sauce is made with milk and cream and, and butter and, and you add, season it with salt. But salt and milk, according to Ayurveda, are incompatible for digestion. They can cause a lot of skin issues and lower immunity. So if you're making creamy soup, don't use dairy cream because it, it, as soon as you put salt in it, it causes incompatibility. So I replaced the, the milk and the cream with almond milk or cashew milk. Uh, we also use sunflower milk at the restaurant as well that we make ourselves. And um, yeah, that's how I created a bechamel sauce that's compatible in Ayurveda. And it's so tasty. It's one of our best-selling dishes, basically the best-selling dish within food wow. <laughs> menu. Um, so I, I always suggest like in my cookbook, you'll see I have spinach risotto and French style braised root vegetables and Asian stir fry. You know, like I like to, I like to use the the flavors of different cuisines and create Ayurvedic dishes. It sounds absolutely delicious. You have to come visit us and try. I, I do have to come visit you. That is no <laughs> lie. And since I live in New York, it's certainly within the realm of my possibilities. I look forward to, to hosting you. <laughs> Thank you. I look forward to it as well. So Okay, Divya, so that's one of the things that you do. So we, we've kind of looked at, at a number of things that you do and that people may be interested in. So one is the restaurant, one is your cookbook. And you also told me that you do, a, I guess, a limited amount of service in terms of um, meeting one-on-one -on -one with people. Is that right? Yeah, well, yeah, I started, I'm actually writing a new cookbook. I already signed a contract with my publisher. So um, I'm working on my second cookbook right now. And also, uh, you know, Divi's Kitchen, I, I do see people for consultations, Ayurvedic nutritional consultations. Honestly, I'm, I'm really busy and I just do this when people ask me. I don't even, 
it's not my main practice, but when somebody asks me, I try to make time. Um, and I also, um, so Divi's Kitchen, you know, we closed during the, when the lockdown happened in New York, we closed for two months and we were, my husband and I was scratching our heads and it's like, how can we make our business survive? Because we don't know for how long this will go on. And the restaurants were hit the hardest, like really hard. And uh, so we created a line of Ayurvedic packaged products that are like, like a meal in a packet. So we, this is actually, we just released them two weeks ago. We have, um, so Kitri is like a one pot meal with grains and lentils, and you can add vegetables as well. It's a very healing dish. It's one of the best selling dishes at our restaurant. Really delicious, very comforting Kitri. So we have four Kitri packets, one for each dosha, Vata, Pitta, Kapha, and one Tridoshic. And it's like, uh, and so what we do is we, it, I already recommend soaking your lentils before you cook them because it makes them easier to digest. So we soak our lentils and then we wash them really well. We dehydrate them the same with the grains. And then we mix them with different spices for different, uh, for the different types. And basically it's a macaroni and cheese, you know, you just pour it in hot water and you have a meal ready in 15 minutes. So very convenient to have like healing, to create fresh meal, very healing, really delicious, very filling, complete protein also when, when you're on the go. And because that, when we're very busy, we don't have time to cook and that, that's when our health goes down. And we also have a sauce, our famous raisin cranberry sauce. You can just blend it with hot water and it's ready. Uh, and we also have a soup, a soothing monk soup, which is also in my book and the best-selling soup at our restaurant. We also have it packaged, so you pour it and put it in hot water and it's ready in 20 minutes. So I'm very proud of these products because they came out really good. And we also have cultured ghee, which <laughs> Bob, you would not believe how we make it, but we, <laughs> uh, we do it in the traditional Ayurvedic way. So I got a big butter churning machine. So we take organic grass-fed heavy cream we make, turn it into cream yogurt, we culture it, and then we churn this into fresh cultured butter. And then we cook that butter into ghee, like clarified butter. And uh, with the healing mantras in the background and all that. So that's our cultured ghee. It's a three-way process, but it's really delicious and very, very, the best fat to cook with. So. Wow. <laughs> I'm hungry talking about all of this. I love them. I, I would give you. I would love to give you some as a gift when you come. Oh, and thank you. Well, how how would people get this? In other words, are you selling this online? Yeah, um, you are. We have an online shop, and we also sell some of my teachers' spice blends and other things there. Teas. Uh, it and if you scroll down, you will see the products listed there. So that's our shop page. And, and we also have uh, cooking classes. So I've been wow. teaching cooking classes in New York since, for the past 12 years. And we a lot of our classes are online. I just taught a class sponsored by Princeton and Yale universities on, uh, when did I teach it? A couple of days ago. And it was, we had 220 people live. 
<laughs> my goodness. And 500 people registered. It just from all over the world because of the time difference, not everybody could participate live, but it was really, really well received and they want to invite me again. But um, yeah, so we have a lot of online cooking classes and we also, we're about to start our culinary training on December 6th. So we've been doing Ayurvedic culinary training for the past five years. And with the pandemic, we decided to divide the 250 hour training into two parts. And the first level, the foundations level is um, we will be taught entirely online. So people are signing up from all over the world basically. And we only limited to 30 <laughs> and we're almost full. So if anybody has a burning desire to really dive deeply into and learn Ayurvedic cooking from amazing faculty we have this year, you can go to a, web, a school website. It's a nonprofit school called Bhagavat Life. And the website is bvtlife.com. B is in boy, V is in Victor, T is in Tom, life as in lifeinsurance.com bvtlife.com yes and you can see also their recordings of previous cooking classes that i've taught or all the upcoming classes are listed there as well and where is your restaurant divya our restaurant is in the east village of manhattan first it's very easy to remember first and first first avenue and first street I need to know that because I'm going to go there. <laughs> yes, the, the F train is right around the corner. It's very <laughs> close. And we just completed, we created a whole structure on out, like the outdoor dining. It's all like covered and we will install the heating lights, the lamps by tomorrow. So, and we also have indoor dining. We can seat up to 18 people very safely. Our, our dining room is very spacious. So it's very safe. You know, we follow all the COVID uh, guidelines and the inspectors come and check on us all the time. So um, it, it's nice. It's a nice environment to eat safely. Healthy food in a healthy environment. Yes. <laughs> so Divya, if there was one thing that you could recommend to our listeners before we close, what, what would it be about how to incorporate this this philosophy of life into the foods that we choose and the way that we prepare them? Well, I would say it begins with, um, with a sincere desire to take care of yourself as a way of loving yourself and lovingly taking care of yourself for the sake of serving others. And when you have this intention, all of a sudden you begin to listen to the signals that the body is constantly, body and mind constantly giving you. And when you start paying attention to those signals, then you can really address any health issues on time. Don't just wait until and procrastinate and postpone. Like in, in there is a Vedic saying <clears throat> by Chanakya Pandit, he was he lived centuries ago, but he said that. There are three things you should always take care of immediately. And this is disease, fire, and death. <laughs> Don't wait. <laughs> Don't wait <laughs> because the more you wait, the bigger they grow and the harder it is to deal with them. So if you don't, if you kind of feel like, oh, I'm not feeling well, 
don't wait for this un unwellness, uh, feeling unwell to blown up into full grown disease that would take long time and suffering and money to cure. You know, like listen to the signals of, of yourself, listen to the signals that people give you, uh, listen to the divine signals that come to you and, and, and follow those those guidelines like those follow your guides <laughs> and that's a wonderful note for us to end on divya alter what a pleasure to speak with you for on our third day and your your work is really an inspiration and i i hope that our listeners are gonna go eat the food in your restaurant and take some cooking classes with you and read your cookbook and all these good things so Thank you so much for our three days together. Thank you very much, Bob. It was such an honor to speak with you. I look forward to seeing you in person. And I always look, also look forward to meeting many of our listeners and hopefully we can bump into each other and talk more. I would love to see you in person one day, to meet you one day. Oh, thank you so much, Divya. And thank you listeners out there for spending a little bit of time with us today. This has been Healing and Spirituality in World Cultures with Robert Vetter. Thanks for listening. Please rate, subscribe, and share with everyone you know who might benefit from these messages. Until next time, remember, be kind and loving to yourself and others. Together, we can heal ourselves and help build a better world.